0: Barry, back as GM. How about that for tying it all together, folks? Andy McNamara with you, alongside Matt Fleur-Jancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. This is the Doghouse. You're inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. Demi Lovato will be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. And Matt, I was able to, I think, very smoothly corral that in with here we go again, the second reign of Andrew Barry with the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. How are you, buddy? Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I'm going to Barry Horowitz it and pat myself on the back.
1: <laughs> Only diehard wrestling fans would understand that reference, exactly. but I do appreciate it. That was well well done, my friend. I, well I knew, done.
0: I knew you would get that if, if you get the Barry Horowitz... Reference. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter at AndyMC81 and at Matt Fleur Jansen. And if you don't, we'll uh, we'll gladly tell you about it. Instagram too at Matt Sports at Andy MC Sports and our buddies at Cleveland Whiskey at Cleveland Whiskey on Instagram and at Cleave Whiskey on Twitter. ClevelandWhiskey.com. dot com. All right, Matt. Uh, today's show we're going to give our Super Bowl predictions. We'll go over some of the fun prop bets, including how long the national anthem is going to be sung by Demi Lovato. It's always a fun one. But first and foremost, it is the I would say. It, got, it was less exciting than the Kevin Stefanski hire. We all saw that one coming. We even more so saw this one coming. And my God, Paul Di Podesta swinging the sword of power. He's got it all, man. He's got everything he wants. He has his Ivy League trifecta in place, including himself. Uh, initial reaction in that Andrew Berry got the job. Were you as underwhelmed and not surprised as I was?
1: Yeah, I was like the meh emoji yeah, like, eh. face. Have you ever seen the Emoji movie? That was what I was. Yeah. I was like, eh, okay,
2: well,
1: yeah. they can't really say I'm surprised. Um, they like hiring smart guys. Um, I think Andrew Berry will do a fine job if given the opportunity, but if he's taking over the role of GM and basically being a super scout and Dee is making the decisions, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be doing the same thing in two years. Yeah. And that's why agents insisted on five-year contracts for Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry. Good
2: because honor. they know
1: that if they get fired after two years, they're they're good for another three. And at that point, Andrew would only be like 34 years old. So, <laughs> And he knew going in that he was taking a risk. The fact that other people were bowing out. George Payton, I think much was made of that. Um, He's a leave it. He's a leave you at the altar guy. He's mm-hmm. interviewed a number of places, and he continues to say that he finds nothing better than Minnesota, and that he he's going to stick with Minnesota, you know, for at least another year. And it's like, all right, we should have seen that one coming. But
2: yeah, underwhelmed
1: would probably be how I would describe it. And I'm a little, a little frustrated that it took this damn long to get somebody that's been in here before. Uh, because we we just missed the senior bowl. Congratulations! Your extensive and comprehensive search resulted in you missing the biggest scouting week of the year.
0: Yeah, Matt, I've said it before on this program, and I'll say it again: analysis paralysis is where the Browns are at. And Paul De Podesta, this ain't baseball, bro. It's not baseball.
1: Info- information is good. Too much information is deadly.
0: You, it's like studying Matt, right? It's like studying for a test or for an exam. You can cram try to cram every little bit of information in and you can get yourself loopy and then the test starts and it all goes away. Or you didn't or yeah. you were too thorough in some spots and didn't get every to everything. It's very basic with that. And I'm with you. I like hiring smart people too. I think that'd be great. But are they smart football people? I don't know. Andrew Berry is the youngest GM. In the National Football League, Kevin Stefanski is the third youngest head coach, and you're led by Big Daddy Paul Podesta, who's still a baseball guy. I don't care how long he's been involved with the team; he is a baseball dude. So, is he making the decisions? Is he not? Everything gets approved through him. I think he swings a way
1: bigger hammer than anybody gives him credit for. I think so too. This guy was technically the architect of a 131, and you can say what you want about Sashi not being able to pick players. As I said, in the 30, he was a lawyer. He's mm-hmm. put in a bad spot. That's the owner's fault. Yep. Not necessarily his fault. Was he going to say, no, I, would I don't take want it. the job?
0: I would take it. You like, get millions of dollars. You get to run a like, football team. That's awesome. You make
1: a few million bucks, you're good to go. And he was making a hell of a lot more than when he was general counsel.
0: Was he's still getting
1: NBA. paid. Um, <laughs> so I, I can't really fault him, but Di Podesto was like the guy. Mm-hmm that was brought in here to instill analytics in the organization and to be this great analyst of information and this great gatherer of information. And I remember when he was hired, I was asked to write a piece about why it's going to work, even though he's a baseball guy. And I said, it would probably be easier for me to write why it's not going to work. And I wrote that piece. And... Let's just say that I wasn't wrong. I guess. <laughs> it hasn't worked. Like They haven't gotten it right. It, it, the Matt, closest <laughs> they came to getting it right was hiring a football guy in John Dorsey, and they ran him out of town after two years because they wanted to give. They basically wanted to make him a super scout and have Deepa to call him the shots. And
0: Why would he do gen,
1: that? Generally, lifetime football guys don't take marching orders from a computer nerd.
0: Well, why would Dorsey do that? Like, there's no reason. He'll get another GM job or at least a if he, high if personnel. If he's going to
1: get paid, yes. uh, you know, regardless of what he does, it was smart for him to walk away why, because the only thing that would have done was ruin his reputation. Yeah.
0: Why, why would he do that? There is no sense for him to have stuck around at all. So, Dee Podesta remains. And, Matt, the only thing you could write is, and the only thing that remains is, why will this work? Well, it's like buying a lottery ticket. You hope it will. But the odds are against you. Again, yeah, everybody's that's kind learning of the on post the jobs. I wrote yesterday,
1: the reaction post was fans are hopeful, but uh, a lot of them are sarcastic and, mm-hmm. and that's to be expected. But Why
2: shouldn't they There be? was
1: quite a bit of hope. People do actually... There are some people that are willing to give it a chance because, you know, yes, Andrew Berry was a part of the staff that built 1-31, but he was like a high-level executive that had no shot-calling power. Now he's Going to be calling the shots, hopefully, because um, he does have yeah, a football background. Right? He has way more of a football background mm-hmm. than Deepadessa could ever hope for. Yep. So hopefully, he's the guy calling the shots. And if he's not, and they have to do a a three way dance to figure this out, you know, every time they go to pick a player, they're going to cripple themselves because they're not going to be able to make a decision, mm-hmm. and they're going to settle on the path of least resistance, and they're going to screw it up.
0: Yep, just like they did the first time. Look at the draft picks that they that they picked under Sashi Brown. And listen, Andrew Barry was up at the podium. Didn't that final say yes? True. Um, and we'll never know how much he did or did not have to do or wanted or did not want a player. Easy for, for him or anyone else to go back and say it one way or the other. So we, we don't know. But the players they picked, overall, with all— because the strategy was, Matt, remember, it was, okay, we'll trade down, we're going to acquire all these assets because the, the team stinks, we're going to bottom out, and then we're going to take as many swings as possible, and then we're going to hit. Well, that's that's good— Except when you have guys picking players that don't know what they're doing and you pick garbage players overall, then you fail. Remember Scooby, right? Where's old Scoob? Where, 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 where's Scooby? Hey, he was,
1: I think, in the AAF for a while. He might there be talking go. around the XFL now.
0: Come on, Scooby. I dig Scooby. Why not? Well, the, 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 the problem isn't truthfully, Scooby.
1: Right. that pick I didn't mind. It's Is a, a seventh, seventh rounder. rounder. Is like the damn near mystery irrelevant. And he had good numbers in In college, he just had a blown-out knee, and he was never able to be the same guy that he was.
0: Seventh-round pick, who cares? Seventh-round
1: is fine, but like he...
0: All those wide receivers missing? Jordan Payton, Ricardo Lewis? Jordan
1: Payton. Higgins was solid, but I don't know what the hell happened last year. I think that was just Freddie being Freddie. Um, But you look at Higgins, he was solid. Payton was a joke and got bounced from the league. Uh, DeVal switched from receiver to tight end and I think he was last kicking around with the Jaguars uh, last I heard. Uh, Scooby is in another league.
0: Uh, Let's see. Corey Coleman. Corey. Corey, Injured with the Giants, and he's he's. Corey Coleman, and they passed
1: on Michael freaking Thomas. That was the guy I wanted at wide receiver. I knew we were needing wide receiver, (laughs) and I was like, man, if you can steal him in the second round and then draft Corey Coleman, I'm like why did we draft this guy that's smaller than me
2: mm-hmm. when
1: we could have had a guy who was an inch taller than I am and a heck of a lot more fluid at running routes and being smart? And they, they haven't recovered from that. Hey. And you make a bad first-round draft pick, but you hit on all your other ones, you can survive it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They didn't hit on first-round draft picks no. except for Miles Garrett, and they had to be begged.
0: To pick Miles Garrett. That was great. They wanted huge number one
1: overall. Oh my gosh!
0: And passed on Wentz and Mahomes and and Watson and you said Michael Thomas of course. So many great players. Here's here's going to be the difference. Now the ar- argument against this all, Matt, is okay. That was a different time. They were in teardown down mode, etc. Okay. Well, still the argument can remain that you pick you pick bad players. You you drafted poorly because you didn't know what you were doing. All right. So now Andrew Barry at thirty two. Comes in, he's been around the league a lot, different organizations, Colts, uh, bright guy, and apparently he's pretty widely respected. That, those are all good. But what happens if this football guy, if he's like, hey, you know what, the spark scores are this, but I don't know, I, I kind of like this guy a little bit better. Is Deepa going to be like, nope, this guy scored higher? And then you have to take that guy? Is that That's really good? the That's ultimate what mystery? We
1: won't know we, until I mean, we never we know. see the results of the draft. I and mean, then we can get a pretty good indication the direction that this is going.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and it's that's hard to say of. that they're going to let – I mean, if they put him in charge of running a damn coaching and GM searches, is it really that much of a stretch to believe that Barry is just a super scout and B. Podesta is going to be the guy calling the shots? I don't think that's a very far leap at all.
0: Not at all. Not
1: at all. It isn't. I think I've leaped f- a farther over puddles in the parking lot on my way in the works this morning <laughs> than, I, than that. I mean, come on now. It's, right. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 I hope for Andrew Berry's sake they, they trust him enough to do his job, but that's the problem. Haslam has never trusted anybody to do their job.
2: No. And no, when he has, he's
1: trusted the wrong person.
2: And I, I still How think the wrong person that, is still
1: disgusting. here in this organization. I have no idea. I don't but if it. they don't re-sign him to a contract, because his contract I believe is up uh, in the next few weeks, then why the you know what? Would you let him lead your coaching search and your GM search? Mm-hmm. He's going to be staying around for a while. He's getting a contract extension.
0: There's five no years. two ways about it. He's going to get five years, Matt, because then everybody will be linked together. Right? Everybody right. will be. And guess what? I and Folks, listen. We hope, and all the optimists out there, we love you, and absolutely, I, I, we want ourselves to be wrong. Nothing would be happier for me than to say, hey, Let's rename a whole bunch of streets to Fanski Boulevard and Andrew Berry Way and build stat- and be totally wrong and deep Podesta by. I, I, I would love to be wrong. We're Browns fans. We want to be wrong and we want to be good. I don't care who you get running this team if it works, but you, we, there is just nothing pointing to that this will. Everything is stacked against when you get rid of a football guy who actually started getting players in and producing wins, and now you have Andrew Berry in. Another unknown. So, Matt, we're once again, first-time youngest GM in the league, learning on the job. First-time head coach, learning on the job. Who, let's face it, he's going to be calling his own plays. That's going to happen. We still don't have a whole bunch of coaches. As you said, you're behind the eight ball. Now, you had, you had scouts down there at the Senior Bowl, so hopefully, you know, the due diligence was done. But you have everybody got, learning you know on the job. You know
1: their contracts are probably not going to be renewed yeah. after the draft, by yeah. the way. So what kind of information are they really gathering and how hard are they really working?
0: You have to hope they're professional. Right, that that again, that comes back to hope. That comes back to to crossing your fingers. That that's what you have to hope for. That they're they're professionals. Now, and I know. They do a,
1: it. I know a lot of guys in that department, and I think, to a man, they would do it. But I'm just saying that there's there's that possibility no, right. too. If you know that you could potentially get axed, no
0: right, matter
1: how to... good a job you do,
2: that does affect your. Mm-hmm.
0: It is. It is. But Matt, we have to have guys who are learning on the job again, in a window where you're the 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 contract the win now window is supposed to be open what's going to happen in free agency what's going to happen with these decision making what's going to happen again that we saw phenomenal failures with don't forget this either folks remember free agency and sashi brown first thing it was like wow yeah, that were, came fast they were
1: <laughs> slow to the trigger and yeah. they lost all their good guys That's and then they panicked end. the next year and signed Kenny Britt yeah. to a ridiculous deal
0: yeah it, 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 it was oh yeah that came out as fast now Okay, what if Andrew Barry's ready to make a decision, but it doesn't go through the process of Paul D. Podesta? And they take, like, this is, the, this is the question. These are the unknowns, but we've, we know them to a point, but will they continue? Will they learn? That's what's so scary, whereas if you have a football guy like a John Dorsey and you're like, all right, we know that there's going to be protocol. We know there's experience behind it. Um, it's going to be terrifying. I was going to say fascinating, but terrifying for Browns fans to watch how this all plays out. I don't know how it is. If you got to make a hair-trigger decision, can this group, with the process under De Podesta, can they do it? I don't know.
1: Yeah, and we won't know until they're under the fire, you know, mm. until they get yep. um, to the draft and comes down to pick number 10 and
2: Oh, don't I know down. there are I'm some people that try.
1: have them slated to pick a guy there. I've heard nothing but reports that they've trading out of ten is like the most realistic oh thing God. because I'm freak out. they want and it's like, all right, fine. If the offensive lineman's not there that you want, you can't get an extra second rounder. I understand it, but that whole let's get as many darts as we can to throw at the dartboard. If you never thrown darts before, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're you're hoping against hope.
0: Doesn't matter. Yeah. I love that analogy. And, Matt, like, how about this? You know what the good teams do? They stay there. They take the best player available. The Browns are in a position. Yes, you got to go O-line. That's why you have to address at least one of the tackles in off- in uh, free agency. But you, the good teams stay, and they pick the best damn player available because you can never have too many good players. And if you have some redundancy at the position, you can trade something else. Use that as an asset. But you get the best players in your building. Not keep tra- Easy to trade down. Me and you can go into the Browns facility today. Trade down all the time. You keep trading forever, but when you actually have to pick oh, a player, you,
1: and we've you're doing. seen them do that multiple times. Yeah. Um, the thing that concerns me not so much just the draft, but we got some guys that have to have contract decisions mm-hmm. made on them quite soon. Miles Garrett's up in 2021, and Nick Chubb is up in 2021, and Baker's up in 2022.
0: Schobert right now. Well, Higgins right Schubert's now. Schaubert's
1: right now. Schobert's Schobert will come back. I had I had zero confidence in that about six months ago, but knowing what I know now, yeah, Schobert's back. Oh Schobert's gonna be your starting inside linebacker. There's he's an analytics darling.
0: And they picked him. Right? You get a hundred and
1: fifty tackles a year. You know, you're gonna you're gonna ring a lot of bells on the analytics scale.
0: What's he gonna get paid though, Matt? That's that's the question. Does that and, and I don't know the algorithms behind Production versus pay, and where you think you can get similar production at a cheaper price. like That's another factor we got to think of because Schubert's going to get a lot of cash. He's not going to get as much as you think.
1: Oh.
2: Okay. He,
1: he makes a lot of tackles. Yeah. He does not make a lot of impact plays.
0: And He's of last not year a he did. High guy. And of last He's year not he did. A
1: high interception guy. You know, he had a nice little three game stretch there in 2019, but. He's not an impact linebacker. He's not a Ray Lewis or a Lawrence Taylor or, uh, you know, some of the other guys that you you have to account for every time they're on the field. Joe Schobert's a guy, you know, he's a really good guy, but he's a guy.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll track that a little, uh, a little truth nuggets being dropped by, Matt Jansik, you're listening to The Doghouse here. Inside Look at the Cleveland Browns, brought to you by our buddies at Cleveland Whiskey, clevelandwhiskey.com. Check it out. All the great award-winning flavors. Even if you're not in Northeast Ohio, you can get them all around the country at clevelandwhiskey.com. Make sure you are checking it out. Just a great sipper. You can mix with cocktails. Uh, perfect for any time. Whether you're happy about the hire or not, you can toast with some Cleveland whiskey. All right, Matt, uh, let's hit the Kareem Hunt situation, and then we'll go Super Bowl and get on out of here uh Hunt we all know by now got pulled over got uh, had some marijuana found in his backpack an uh, uh, open bottle of vodka police um he he got let off and uh, with just a speeding ticket uh did the Browns bring him back he th- the, the dude from the video and the transcript seems like he is personally troubled like uh, i talent wise you definitely want him back with the, the, the just the impact him and Nick Chubb can make do you think this group who did not bring him in this new Barry DePodesta-Stefanski group keeps Kareem Hunt. Nope. Man. That sucks. Nope. I, I, I'd, uh, if it was
1: Dorsey, I would yeah. say, yeah, they'd give him another chance.
0: Well, they can just sign him to a one-year deal. Like, there's, no anal- one year there is
1: no, there's no analytics that say this is a good idea.
0: He's so good, Other though. than the
1: fact that he's really, really good at football. There, There's just no numbers that would support a decision to bring him back.
0: Even for one year on the restricted tag, no.
1: Look, he's going to get a decent offer on the free agent market.
2: That's what you up can to tag the him
1: to match it, and I think they have their their number that they're going to be hard and fast on, and they're going to roll with it, and they're not going to they're not going to
0: go go above it
1: straight from that.
0: But Matt, you yeah, can you can put the first round tag on him and pay him what what three million bucks. And then a team would have to give up a first-round draft pick, and if they want to, then cool, then let's go. It's a deep-running back draft.
1: I'm not sure that the organization knows how to do that. They couldn't even send a freaking fax to the league office.
0: That, now, listen, that, that turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Maybe a tip of the cap to Sashie on that. No, <laughs> oh, I'm,
1: I'm, not, I'm not discounting that, but <laughs> th- that's the level of dysfunction that we're at. They they purposely tank their own deals. Like, it's... Uh, I just can't you, see Sasha. the algorithm that says this is a good idea. I, I personally would want to see them give him another shot because he's a hell of a talented football player. And I think given the right coaches and the right system, he could be back on the straight and narrow. But again, the, a lot of these guys, uh, Barry included, were here for a uh, the, the lot of Josh Gordon and they Oof. saw where that went. And, Kareem could be heading towards a similar fate if he's not careful.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, all right, Matt. Let's get to our Super Bowl predictions, a couple of prop plays. Let's do the prop plays first. We heard Demi Lovato off the top uh, singing "Here We Go Again" with the return of Andrew Barry. Uh, over or under the national anthem, a minute fifty-eight. Where are you putting your cash down on minute forty-eight? A minute. Minute, oh, minute forty eight. So sorry, sorry, uh, minute fifty eight. That's optimistic. Min- minute fifty eight. Minute, uh, minute fifty minute fifty
1: eight, I'll say two one. I'm gonna say she's gonna go over.
0: I think she has just the style that she's gonna wanna like really show I'm off the vocals to do that. right and just like drag it out a little bit. The over is a plus one twenty is paying one seventy one, under one ninety one, I'll take that as well. Coin toss one. That kind of sucks. It's just a 50-50. Um, here's an interesting one, and we'll tie in the Columbus Blue Jackets to this. Cross sports uh, prop here. So who has uh, – let me see here. All right. Columbus and Montreal combined goals pl- 0.5 or total TD scored in the Super Bowl minus 0.5. So who scores – well, that that seems like a stupid one. I'm just looking at this. This seems dumb. Of course, there's gonna be a touchdown score in the Super Bowl. Why the hell would you not do that one? That seems like an odd. That seems like an odd. Yeah, one.
1: take the touchdowns.
0: Yeah, that's take the TDs. That's ridiculous. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> look at this. Oh, my God. Total, to, uh, total pass. Uh, uh, Raptors and Bulls total score or more than Jimmy Garoppolo throws. Uh, throws for passing yards, one eighty-five. Is the line there? That's interesting. Uh, you can check all oh, of these all silly ones. I'm out.
1: taking the Raptors on that one.
0: Yeah, me too. I think. You, well, here's the thing. And let's. Get they won the, the NFC championship.
1: championship with a guy throwing less than ten passes. I That's don't want like that. Hot.
0: That's amazing. Six six completions, eight passes. Wow. Uh, so let's get to that. I think it really comes down to it. Might come down actually to the coin toss, Matt, where we know the Chiefs can score in bunches, but and the Chiefs. Here, so my pick is going to be 24-21, 49ers. Over the Chiefs. I just think Kyle Shanahan in that le- family legacy offense that goes back to his dad, Mike, with the back-to-back Broncos Super Bowls. The zone read is just just phenomenal. Um, I think they're going to win it. But if it gets into any sort of shootout or back-and-forth, Chiefs are winning the damn Super Bowl. They just got to hunker down and, and go. And what, something else... The Chiefs have had exact practice against this formula where the Titans came in and the strategy was don't throw the ball and just run it, and they held Derrick Henry to 69 yards. So the the the, the Chiefs already played this game.
1: I am taking the Chiefs um, for a lot of reasons because they're extremely talented, uh, because I respect the job that Andy Reid, a football guy,
2: hmm.
1: does in running his football team. And also there's a couple of local connections that Cleveland – Being Travis Kelsey and Anthony Hitchens and a lot of Browns connections. Um, There's one more Cleveland connection that I'm missing besides Kelsey and Hitchens, and it's going to come to me right after we uh, go off the air. I know that. But um, there's just a a really lot of talent to like and respect. Oh, Frank Clark, that's the third one. The defensive end is from the Cleveland area. So, yeah, a lot of local interest, a lot of local rooting interest, for the Chiefs and a lot of Browns fans who look at it and go, okay, Kyle Shanahan might have been right in
0: 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other prop here. Uh, so you're going Chiefs. Do you guys score?
1: Uh, I'll go 31-17.
0: Ooh, all right. And last prop here. This is interesting. Okay, first touchdown score is jersey number over 26 and a half or under 26 and a half. The over is pays two. The under pays a buck seventy four. Remember, Tyree Kill is ten, right? Roheem Mostert, I believe, is like thirty one. That's interesting.
1: Is it a catch or is it just first touchdown? First
0: touchdown score.
1: You know what? Give me the under, because I wouldn't doubt that Patrick Mahomes would duck a shoulder if they had first uh, first single from the one.
0: Yeah, well, you can do that. And actually, you can see what position group two is going to score first. Quarterbacks paying out 11 bucks, Matt. That would be a nice play. Yeah. 11, you got running back at agree. 220, wide receiver 310, tight end 390, quarterback 11 any other player 16 which would be like the little screwy uh you know uh, 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 eligible lineman going in or something like that
1: yeah tight end would be where i would tend to to go if it's not the quarterback because
2: Kelsey and Kettle
1: these these two are the damn best tight ends yeah. in the league I and mean, uh all due respect to Zach Ertz he he's in that conversation as well but these guys are freaking all pro caliber every single day. i mean yeah. every year they've been in the league practically yep. It hurts the same way, but I love, I love these tight ends because they gave me some stability to position in fantasy football that's been a
0: black hole for, like, four seasons now. Oh, yeah, you know that's right, man. Yep, one and so. two. One and two this year. All right, buddy, very good. So we'll keep track. of you got some articles up now on Twitter at Matt and at WKYC.com sports on the Andrew Berry hire. Browns, Super Bowl stuff, lots of good content there. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Sounds good, Andy. Have a
0: good one. All right, you too. Happy Super Bowl week, everybody. And uh, let us know what you think of the Andrew Barry hire and the, the Browns front office and coaching staff, at least at the head coach position, now complete on Twitter, at AndyMC81 and at Matt Fleurjancic. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature.